The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Have you checked out the big podcast with Shaq here at Podcast One? Yeah, we talk basketball, but we're a lot more than just sports. I met this fabulous lady. She had to be in her 70s, knew everything about me, knew everything about sports. And the last thing she says, I love your podcast. And I'm wow. like, very much. Oh, but I hate that John <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. Listen free to the big podcast with Shaq exclusively on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. View. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest, a great stand-up comic, author for over two decades, Dave Letterman's trusted monologue guru, Bill Sheft. But first, of course, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. True Car for all your car buying needs. BetOnline.ag, Podcast One's trusted partner in all things gaming. And, of course... Pluto TV. Download all your favorite shows to Pluto. Anywhere you want to go, any of your devices, get them on Pluto. And as always, before we get to my guest, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Fish and Chimps, the seafood restaurant with monkey waiters. NFL! Packers fire coach Mike McCarthy. He'll be replaced by a tin of Vince Lombardi's ashes. McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers for a decade, one Super Bowl. He wasted more talent than a wrinkle in time. Rodgers would have breathed a sigh of relief, but his ribs have been duct taped for two years. I haven't seen a franchise unravel like this since House of Cards. McCarthy's already taken another job. He's running the Democratic Party of Orange County. That pro wrap-up brought to you by Holiday Catheters. Face it, some Christmas shoppers hitting a deer on the frontage road and you're going to be in traffic 90 minutes longer than you thought. Get yourself a holiday catheter in Santa, Elf, or Angel Bag. Ho, ho, go with holiday catheters. College football, the playoff is set. Alabama versus Oklahoma. Clemson versus the Green Bay Packers. Bowl predictions, December 22nd, Mobile, Alabama, the Dollar General Bowl. So named because tickets will generally cost about a dollar. Troy 29, Buffalo 2. December 26, Detroit, Michigan, the Quick Lane Bowl. So named because when this game's over, that's the lane you're using to get out of Detroit. Georgia Tech 73, Minnesota 7. December 27th, New York City, the Pinstripe Bowl. So named because only convicts will be watching. Wisconsin, Miami 0 0 tie. December 27th, Shreveport, Louisiana, the Independence Bowl. So named because if you're watching this, you're living alone. Temple 23, Duke minus 2. And December 29th, Tucson, Arizona, the Arizona Bowl. So named because no one left in Arizona has a shred of imagination to title it something. Nevada 9, Arkansas State 8. That college wrap-up brought to you by Airbnb. It's not an app. It's just a crowbar. Golf! John Rahm won the Hero World Challenge over, I don't know, Spider-Man, Rambo, and Sully Sullenberger. Hockey! Rules Committee going all PC on us. You can now get a two-minute minor for garlic breath. 
And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1997, the place, Oakland, California, the Golden State Warriors terminate Latrell Sprewell's contract after he got coach P.J. Carlissimo in a headlock. In Latrell's defense, P.J. did try to get him to play defense. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Noggin Dropper, the only eggnog with a hint of ambient. And Thailand, nothing is illegal in Thailand. Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, legendary New York stand-up, author, musician, for over two decades, David Letterman's comedy spitballer, a rare renaissance man who can actually spell the word renaissance, Bill Sheft. Bill, how are you today? Wow, I, you know, uh, how did you land the T account? That is... <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> that is. Listen, Don't kid yourself. No, my policy always $15 if I get through it, and it's still $7.50 even if I flub it. Because <laughs> your name's out there. Any press is good press. We know that. Now, listen to me. Boston, born and bred, you got to love having the upper hand over New York uh, fans the last few years. Because uh, I know you're living in New York City, but, uh, man... That's got to be fun. It it, it was uh, it was especially um, it was especially sweet this year because it was as uh, as Sandy Koufax said, late success is quieter, and it was uh, it was uh, nice. It was you know I it, it was kind of stunning because I wouldn't have blamed them if they'd lost uh, uh, you know after losing that eighteen inning game right if they didn't just fold it up but they came back and had an amazing win the next night where they were down four nothing so it was uh, it's uh, it's it's lovely um you know they never ever you know I don't believe in the curse they just never had the pitching and um and now they have with you know four in the last 14 years or whatever it is so they should paint yeah. that on the green monster i love that <laughs> i never believed in the curse they just never had the pitching yeah. Right up yeah. on the green monster. Now, listen to me. Yeah. You're the, uh, what's the greatest moment in your uh, athletic uh, life at any level? Could be seven years old. Could have happened yesterday. Oh, well, I got to say, I got to go right back to I was playing on the uh, last uh, freshman team at, uh, at Harvard, uh, uh, coincidentally, my freshman year because it was the first year the freshmen were eligible to play varsity. And uh, I was... Uh, just uh, a little under the cut. So I was on the, the freshman team, and we were playing a uh, powerful team from Quincy Junior College. Sure. And uh, we were up, uh, I think we were up about 6-1, to one, and they, they had the bases loaded, which meant that the tying run came to the plate. And uh, the guy, um, we were up 6-2, to two, that's right, tying run came to the plate. And uh, I was playing center field, and, and a guy hit a, I mean, just hit a shot, into the gap, and uh, and I took off, and uh, let me tell you, I'll put that catch up against anything I ever saw from the guys who get paid to do it, and um, obviously I'm still living off at this day. So it's 1976, <laughs> and because uh, and, uh, I could, you know, I could, uh, I could go get them, and, and the only reason I was an outfielder is because I was infielder all through uh, high school, all through, and then I came out for a fall ball, and the uh, the fall baseball coach uh, Mark Driscoll said to me, "Where do you play?" And I said, uh, "I'm second baseman." And he says, "Okay." And I turn around, and there's ten guys at second base, and I go, "I'm an outfielder." And uh, and that was it. And that's you know when I started playing in the park when I came to New York and started playing softball. That's all I ever played. I loved playing the outfield. 
I tell you, Freddie Lynn's got nothing on you, baby. Oh, man. Yeah. Rage, hey, listen, you mentioned uh, Harvard. How the hell did you pull off that charade? Well, How did uh, you get into an Ivy League school? That's amazing. Well, uh, there's, a, uh, there's, there's another uh, podcast I do, and it's, it's, in, it's in my contract that at some point – uh, I went to Deerfield Academy, and at some point, I have the guy say, uh, "You know, I don't want to embarrass you, but uh, why don't you tell us?" Uh, I was just wondering, you went to Deerfield Academy, and what did you, uh, where did you rank in your class? And I go first, <laughs> and that's uh, basically, yeah. But, oh but that, man, yeah, that's when they would, you know, that's back in the days when they would take the, um, you know, the, the they would take they had a quota of charming Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Christ, yeah. Yeah, and, that's, uh, uh, that's... I, I went there, and I majored in, um, I majored in Latin because I thought the church was going to come back. And, uh, you know. <laughs> Nowadays, let me tell you, the quota of, uh, of uh, charming Jews is down to zero pretty much everywhere uh, under yeah. the current, uh, current climate. Listen, you're a wordsmith. Top, I mean, you've written books, you've done everything. Uh, give me your impression. Seven words or less. I'm going to read you four names. You give me your impression. You ready? Okay. Tom Brady. Bot. <laughs> Tom Petty. Tom Petty, uh, you know, uh, 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 overrated. Tom Coughlin. Tom <laughs> Red. <laughs> Thomas Paine. I was uh, visionary. <laughs> Went deep on you there. All right, now listen, Letterman, you spent over 20 years uh, with Letterman, 15 yes. Emmy nods. That's a huge territory. That's Jim Rice territory there. How many wins did you guys get 15 times nominated? How many wins? Zero as, as, as a writer. The show won uh, five times for best show at CBS, um, and, uh, and, and the writers won uh, uh, before I was there, which is, <laughs> which I like to point that out. But the show run, yeah. yeah. But I never, I, oh for sixteen, uh, you know, uh, Susan Lucci, you know, before. Yeah, you, you brought you the know, Marvin first, Lewis luck to him. Right, yeah, <laughs> Susan Lucci, or maybe Mike Lucci, for those of you that remember the what the any of the Lucci's from the late sixties. <laughs> Now, listen, what was the moment you knew uh, Letterman trusted you? Because I knew you came in, uh, you know, as a writer and uh, Letterman, tougher to read sometimes than a Monty Kiffin defense. Uh, <laughs> but but you, well, you, you found yourself in a position where, where he kept looking to you as the guy like is good, bad, up, down. Well, I can I can uh, let me answer that. Let me take the second part of that first. Uh, and and uh I was one of the, I might have been the only guy that could talk to him the way I was able to talk to him because we, you know, we had both been stand-ups and even though he was 10 years older than me, uh, because I was the youngest in my family, we had sort of the same points of reference. But but uh, I remember one time, and this is late in the history of the show, and I came up and we were working on the monologue and, and he said to me, I went to see the ophthalmologist today, and I said, how'd it go? And he said, well, he told me I wasn't producing enough tears. And I said, have you thought about working for yourself? And uh, I was one of the few people that could get away with yeah. saying things like that. I mean, when he would say during the break, uh, he would say, uh, which he would frequently, he would say things to the effect of, uh, 
you know, everybody on the staff hates me. And I would say, not not everybody. <laughs> and that was, you know, I was the guy that said those types of things. So you could kind of pop the balloon a little bit. And, and yeah, I mean, I was just, you know, I look, my title was writer, but my real position on that, I was his corner man, and I would just sort of keep him loose during his own show. And uh, Drew you know, Bundini he, Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, what was the joke? Speaking of all of that, because what, what a life for that many years. And, and as you say, you would go up in the commercial breaks and, and you would talk to sometimes the guest, sometimes the host. You, you, you're mixing it up. You're keeping the juices flowing. What's a joke you thought would kill that did not kill? <laughs> Do you have any? Well, well, I mean, we really, I'm only on here for about 40 minutes, so we really don't have time for all of the answer <laughs> all of that. Ones. But I'll tell you, but, but every, but I, I would say once a year, I could, I would talk him into a joke. You know, that he hadn't, uh, once or twice a year, that, that he hadn't, I would say, you know, I really think you should rethink. And he would give me a reason why he wasn't going to do it. But the one I was really proud of it was, uh, I think it was one of the last times it happened. And this was when uh, Pope Francis uh, said that he would not uh, judge gay priests. But I believe his exact words were, <laughs> uh, 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 let, let another man... The cast, the first musical, and that was uh, <laughs> that was with it. But uh, he, you know, look, uh, it was ultimately it was it was his show, and um, you know, we, we just as I and I've said this a million times. You know, the writers we wrote some stuff that was really funny. We wrote some stuff that was pretty funny. We wrote some stuff that was lame, but ultimately, the funniest moments on the show. Every night, were, were, it was Dave reacting in the moment, and that you couldn't, uh, that you couldn't write. Yeah, you can't and, script uh, that. Right. Yeah, so, that's, that's uh, just, uh, you just need a Blackjack Morris on the mound just, just throwing heat, 10 innings yeah. and winning. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, listen to me. Uh, what's the funniest moment you had, or one of the moments, just an interesting moment? Because I know uh, I've taken a look at your website, which we'll, we'll plug later. But you got pictures right. of you and Obama. You got pictures right. of you and just about everybody. You, uh, well, this you've is, been around this is, for everybody. What's like the weirdest or funniest or oddest moment you had with a guest? And it I might really, be right at I, that panel. I didn't. I didn't talk too much to the guests because I would just say, you know, hey, you know, thanks for. The, but it was very rare. But there's a picture. Uh, of of me with Obama, the the um, when he came on the show the first time he was a sitting president he'd been on the show as a candidate, and in the picture he is his head is thrown back and he's laughing and he came on the show in September of two thousand nine and if you remember uh, he's a diehard White Sox fan and right. in two thousand nine the White Sox had you know they had like a ten game lead with 14 games left, and, and they just coughed it up. I mean, they just, you know, they just spit it out like, get an arrow the second. And, um, but, uh, and so I went up to him during the break, and he was on to promote health care. He's trying to pass health care. So I go up to him during the break, and I say, uh, I shake his hand. I say to him, hey, uh, forget health care. What happened to the White Sox? It was all there for them. And he starts to giggle a little, and I said, no, I'm serious like that, and then he really was. So that was that was because he was uh, he was uh, uh, a very regular. Now I want to uh, uh, to give equal time to the guy that is currently 
in that office. You know, Bill Maher used to do a great bit about how he hated Don King until he met him at a green room when they were both in a green room when they were both on the same show and he walked in the green room and Don King said, Bill Maher, you're a national treasure. You're a genius. I've named all my children after you. And Bill Maher said, you know, and I thought, Don King is not a bad guy. <laughs> and I had exactly the same experience with Trump because Trump used to come on a lot because Dave loved him right. as a guest because as Dave said he could really take a punch I mean like Oscar Bonavena level <laughs> sure. of, you know taking a punch and um, so uh, he uh, comes on one time and as I said I rarely talked to the guests because I was dealing with Dave after and uh, so he kind of stood up at home base a little too long so I said, uh, yeah, hey, thanks for coming on. And he sort of moves towards me and shakes my hand. And what am I going to say? Well, I'm going to say what you say to a guy like Trump, which is, how you hitting him? And right, he sure, says, I go, how you hitting him? And he says, uh, phenomenal. He says, I'm a two. Now, as you and I know, <laughs> if you're a two, you don't tell people you're a two. <laughs> That's correct. Because you just cost yourself a lot of money on the course. <laughs> so... He says, phenomenal, I'm a two. And, and, and that's it. So now, six months later, you know, he, he walks off. And six months later, he's back on the show. And again, he stands up, it's over, and he sees me. And he comes towards me. And he, he doesn't shake my hand this time. Puts his arm around me, turns to Dave, points to me and says, this guy is a terrific golfer. And I am not a terrific golfer, but at that moment I thought, you know, Donald Trump is not a bad guy. <laughs> that anecdote brought to you by Conundrums, the, <laughs> the drum set no one can figure out. <laughs> Speaking of sports, I'm getting kind of hosed now on this whole uh, betonline.ag uh, podcast one Sportsnet challenge, and I need your help. Because here's the deal: if we win this season, you and me, BetOnline.ag is going to give our favorite charity five thousand dollars, and I'm plugging away for the Cerebral Palsy Foundation. We really could use that money, and I need the help with the picks. Here's what I'm thinking: pick uh, week fourteen, Bills. Oh, these are all monosyllabic: Bills, Browns, Packs, Skins, Bolts. What do you think of that? Make it nice and clean and clear, bang, in and out. Nobody gets hurt. And it's the holiday season, let's be honest. I'm telling you, NFL is cooking along. NBA's rocking. College football's in high gear. The bowl season upon us. I'm telling you, the place to go, betonline.ag. Do you understand what you can do at betonline.ag? You got everything going for you. Go online, use your mobile phone, sign up today and try in-game live betting. Can you believe that? In the middle of the game, you can participate with all the action virtually every play. Use the promo code PODCAST1 for their 50% sign-up bonus and get your holiday shopping done early with their refer-a-friend promotion. Can you believe that? You're watching a ball game, you're betting, you're eating, and you're checking things off your Christmas list. Get out of here! BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now listen to me, i got a world-class comic and writer here. Time for Advice Corner, actual takeaway from the great Bill Chef. Now listen, Bill, I'm going to ask you four, four things. Give me solid advice here, You, because uh, yeah, my listeners, they're all across the board. You've yeah. done the road as a stand-up, as a musician, and even as an author. 
author. What's your best travel tip? Uh, my best travel tip, well, you know, aisle seat is, I think, is the first thing, because sure. uh, if you're anything like me, your part-time job is going to the uh, Bagno. And uh, that, uh, so I would say, yeah, I mean, aisle seat and uh, and uh, uh, late, uh, early check-in, late check-out, I'm going to say, right? I, mean, I like it. Is, bonus tip. Bonus else? tip. <laughs> late check-out's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get your nap in, or if you're me, you got to watch that early uh, Big Ten game, that 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. Big Ten game. They're sneaking oh, yeah. them in. How yeah. many How many teams are you up to in the Big Ten when you get to 15 cell? Okay, because <laughs> yeah, honest no kidding. to God, I think they're looking at Cincinnati, which would bring them up to 18. Surefire <laughs> trick to bust through writer's block because I know you've had to probably run into at least the precursor to that. What, what What's a good tip uh, trick to to break through writer's block? Uh, I go uh, longhand on the pad. You do. You go old school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I also, uh, also the other thing is, uh, um, I mean, just just get out of the place that you're normally writing. Go somewhere else. You know, go sit in a coffee shop. Go, yeah. Just just cha- just change. Do something uh, differently. Best way to loosen up a tight room. And now this isn't just comedy, because a lot of my listeners are going to be with relatives, you know, this Christmas who uh, make Jim Nance look loosey-goosey. So (laughs) any tip that might help, uh, you know, loosen up a tight room. Can you do any better than Dennis Miller's thank you for whipping them into a frenzy? Whoever goes on before you. Can you do any better you cannot. That, that line or uh, a Dave Letterman line, whenever he's um, speaking anywhere, whoever introduces him, his first line is always, thank you, Rabbi, whoever it is. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, yeah. last one, last advice corner. Yeah. Good, good tip on a Christmas gift for your boss at Christmas time, you've, you've had you, you know you, you had uh, one of the highest ranking and maybe toughest bosses to try to pick something for, and a lot of my listeners gotta kind of uh, you know uh, uh, paddle the canoe through those rocky shoals. What's a good general gift for your boss? Well, I think that uh, well, you know, you can't beat the <laughs> you know the hospital table. That comes across the back. You, know, you, can, you, can, you can't. That's that's very solid because you want to talk about a gift that nobody thinks to buy for themselves. That little hospital table that fits across the bed. That you just can't beat that. Now, uh, I also, I think if your if your boss doesn't drink or you don't want to go, I think as expensive a bottle of olive oil. As you can come up with. How about that? Man, I tell you, the Italians got it covered at first and at the hot corner. They got you with the wine and the olive oil. That advice corner brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Now it's time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. These are sports takes so hot, Les Moonves considered giving them development deals. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, that's phenomenal. Fire number one. Phenomenal. LeBron's Lakers. Good gamble or headed the way of the primetime tonight show? 
Well, that's good. I mean, that's a good gamble. I mean, he's uh, he's you know they're they're gonna yeah. I mean, they're look. I think they're playing a lot better than everybody thought they were gonna play. And um, you know, I uh, I like him. I like uh, I just like the way he's uh, handled everything. Except the the you know the, look. He admits he regrets that press conference with the announcement and that whole thing. But, uh, and, uh, you know, he's funny like a comic. Yeah. And he's the best passing big man since uh, Larry Bird. And Magic. Well, I mean, like, you, you consider Magic a big man? I mean, honest to God, I mean, he's not. He was a point guard, but I'm talking about inside a guy, you know, well, you know, Magic was Magic, you know. Yeah, he's still Magic pushing never the got the back. outside shot down, did he? Really? You know, let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> There's a Boston fan. Fire That's number right. two! Will they ever again give the Heisman Trophy to someone who's not on a top ten team? They used to kind of mix it up, 50s, 60s, even 70s a little bit. Now, boy, you got to have zero or one win, or uh, no matter how great your season is, uh, they won't let you into New York. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I think it's all over for that type of thing, because it's just nonsense, it's all uh, locked up, they don't, um, you know, they have, there's a million games on TV, and yet, uh, you know, every other year, it's a guy that uh, nobody really was paying attention to, and uh, it's really too bad uh, it's really too bad what's uh, what's become of it because it used to be it used to be a lot of fun uh, trying to figure it out. Yeah, and, and now uh, it's like a, it's like a roast with no jokes. Fire number three, <laughs> Saquon Barkley, New York Giants franchise cornerstone, or the next Barry Sanders? Never play the big game. Which one? Well, I think they'll. I mean, I think they'll figure it out because it's too important to the league for them for them to be good. I mean, he's a he. You know, look, uh, great player, bad pick. How about that? Can you name? I mean, maybe is is Barry Sanders like that? I mean, should they have taken uh, somebody else that year? I mean, he's a, just a tremendous player, but everybody says, well, they should have taken one of the five mediocre quarterbacks that you know, are underachieving. And, I mean, I, I, he's, I think he's the real deal. And I think, you know, when you have him and Odell Beckham on the right kind of, you know, tranquilizer, you know, you, you, you're going to have an – I think they're going to be fine. I think yeah. they're going to be fine. Might be the first guy since Alan Amici to pull it off. And finally, fire number four. <laughs> Who's having a massive coronary first? Nick Saban, Ed Orgeron, or you? <laughs> but, you know, I don't know why, but you reminded me when I had the column at Sports Illustrated, my favorite joke that I ever wrote for my column was when uh, Sebastian Janikowski got a DUI, and I said, typical drunken Raider, he blacked out locally. And, uh, you know, I just... That's a great joke. Yeah. That's one of those ones you get the check from God on that one. Yeah, I, sh- I should have put Janikowski in there because he's 73, I think. I, I, I don't know how old he is. They got to check his ID. He might, uh, you know, he might uh, be eligible for the early bird special during the game. <laughs> that fiery form brought to you by Gesundheits, the leotards that cut your sneezing by as much as 50%. Oh, man. <laughs> 
Now listen before wow. we before we get to uh, the pop quiz, and I know uh, I know uh, Bill Sheft has a couple, two, three questions for me, trivia questions. And I always yeah. try to get them. Uh, before we get to that, let me remind you folks about True Car. Every car comes with its share of stories that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up your first date or the luxury package you got after a big promotion or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car's worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to True Car. Simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof? Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage? Be careful there. You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know exactly how much the dings your wallet's going to take so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true car, true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when you're ready, to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. All right, Billy Sheft, he's got a pop quiz for me. Let's hear what it is. Well, first of all, I just you mentioned Les Moonves. A lot of people don't know this, but Les Moonves is only allowed to dress uh, 48 accusers on Sunday. A lot of people don't know that. So that's... Okay. This is... This is basically Wisconsin based. Oh, beautiful! Uh, I'm going to see how many. Uh, how many? It, it, it'll be uh, 50 years and 11 months since the, the Packers won their second Super Bowl. And, and, and I'd like all. I'd like the starting 11 on D for the Packers for oh, that brother. Packer team. Man, yeah. uh, I'm not going to get anywhere on that. Let me think. Yeah. Uh, I I could go. Uh, you know what? I could do 67. I don't think I could do 97. It's the same D. It's the same D. Okay, Willie Wood, Tom Brown. uh, uh, Tom Brown's the tough one. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Adderley, Herb Adderley. Uh, Let's see. Oh, brother. Herb Adderley, Willie Wood, Tom Brown. Who else was in that second? Hank Reminger? No, that was a little early. No, number 21. Number 21 is the other safety. Oh, Jet Jeter. Yeah, Bobby Jeter. Bobby Jeter. Now, the linebackers. Linebackers were Dave Robinson, uh, Ray Nitschke. Yep. Uh, Leroy Kaplan. That a boy. That a boy. And the line. Was, uh, boy. Why am I spacing this? I should know this by heart. Hang on. The line on the Packers D67. Um, um, oh, brother. I'm losing it. My brain's going. You know what it is. Uh, right. I got a monkey testosterone shot right into my eyeball. <laughs> try to stay a little younger. And the uh, after effects are catching right. up to me. What was right. that line? Ron Kostelnik. Well, you got the toughest one. Right Ron Kostelnik. <laughs> Ron Kostelnik. Willie, Willie Davis. Willie Davis. Uh, let's see. Ron Kostelnik, Willie Davis. And then I'm out. I can't remember. I'm embarrassed. Henry Jordan. Yes. Oh, that's and, now, and now I'm blanking out. The Henry, other defensive oh end. Was, uh, the other def- oh, my God. So Henry Jordan, Ron Kostelnik. Oh, this is unbelievable. Uh, no. Oh, I can't believe I can't. Now I'm totally... Oh, did we say Lionel Aldrich? No, we didn't have there Lionel Aldrich. Okay, there he is. Woo! All there right, is. Okay, I, I'm so going to take a half a credit on that one. But that's pretty, but it's the same D. It's the same D. And you, same and you, the, first, the first guy you named was the toughest guy. Okay, so secondly, okay, you're, you're 1971 NBA champ. Uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. Uh, 
they, they pick up Oscar Robertson in the offseason, and, uh, and uh, he, uh, he wears number one, the, the first player in the NBA to wear number one, and, and because he couldn't wear number 14, which he wore with the Royals, uh, who, who was wearing it with the, uh, with the Bucks? It had to be Jabbar, who at the time no, was 14, Lou Elsinder. 14, 14. 14. Who was wearing, why couldn't Rob, uh, 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 Oscar Robinson had to wear number one because the number he wore with the Royals, 14, was being worn by another. And it wasn't, it wasn't Lou Alcindor. Okay, then no, I'm going to have to. No, Lou Alcindor was wearing 33, which he wore. All right, then I'm going to have to go Bobby Dandridge. Bobby Dandridge was 10. Oh, oh I can't believe it. it. Let John me think McLaughlin. Of this. John McLaughlin. Oh, was Johnny good. McLaughlin, the white kid. He would I, hit shots on his way out of the arena to his car. <laughs> There's a 403-foot hook shot that drops right through the net. Yeah. Freeman Williams said stop gunning. <laughs> Freeman well, Williams. Free. All right, yeah. listen to me. Uh, last one. I- I'm going to take a half of one and a loss, so I still could win this. Okay, so uh, 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 your Milwaukee uh, Brewers were, of course, originally the Seattle Pilots for one season, and, and I need the only player to play for both the Seattle Pilots and the Seattle Mariners. Oh, jeez. Seattle Pilots and the Mariners. I'm going to go Jim Bowden. Yeah, and uh, no, well, Jim Bowden did play for the Pilots. His nickname with the Mariners, he was sold. His nickname was the Ancient Mariner. (laughs) Surely you remember Diego Segui. Oh, my good Diego (laughs) Segui. He's still throwing pitches in the dirt. <laughs> My guest today, the great Bill Sheff. Follow him on Twitter at Bill Sheff. Buy his latest book, Shrink Thyself. Go to BillSheff.com for all the details and so much more. And if you live in New York City, do yourself a favor. Go see the Truants. That's Bill's band. They're tremendous. Bill, thank you a ton. I can't thank you enough. Uh- yeah, it, this was absolutely my pleasure, and, and uh, so we'll do it again next week. <laughs> you got it, man. Follow me, folks, on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse, and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Thanks for tuning in. Support my sponsors, True Car, BetOnline.ag, and Pluto. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Riyadh hosting the new Saudi Arabian version of Liars Club. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play. Hey folks, Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. That's right, free. Watch over 100 TV channels, thousands of movies on demand, all for free. No credit card needed. No sign-up. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free. Free on all of your favorite devices today.